welcome to Game Set Match Up, the podcast where we talk everything partnerships, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hello, everyone. So, yeah, on this week's podcast, uh, we spoke to Chris Friedel, uh, who is a technology partnerships manager um, based in the USA and works for a company called Crossbeam. Now, you can listen on to find out exactly uh, what Crossbeam is all about. But in short, they are a leader in the partner ecosystem platforms. Um, if you want to find out more, then obviously listen on. Uh, so we discuss exactly what a partnership with Crossbeam would look like and how Chris is going about making sure that they go after the right partnerships um, and selecting businesses they can offer the most value to. Uh, in return, that then helps to engage a good starter relationship to what will you know, essentially hopefully be you know, a, a, a long-lasting partnership. Uh, we discuss what it's like to work and be as productive as you can, uh, being only a team of two, and you know, also what, if any, potential plans in the future there are for um, expansion. Um, as always, at the end, we find out uh, you know, who Chris would love to partner with if he could choose uh, anybody. So you know, uh, listen through and find out at the end. Uh, no, no cheeky skipping to the end. Okay, enjoy this week's podcast. Okay, welcome to Game Set Matchup. So this is our podcast where we discuss all things uh, partnerships. Uh, so I am your host, as always, Carl Busby, and today I'm joined by my co-host David Chambers. Hi. Uh, so please welcome our guest today. It's Chris Friedel. He's a senior technology partnerships manager at Crossbeam. Hello, and welcome, Chris. Hey guys, good to be here. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming. Um, OK, so yeah, we'll uh, just like to start off as we usually do, just a bit of a, you know, introduction uh, to who obviously you are. So obviously we can just tell our listeners a little bit more about sort of yourself, your background, a um, bit about your current role and what you're doing mm-hmm. now. And then uh, maybe a bit about what, you know, Crossbeam uh, is, is all about. Sure. Sure. So <clears throat> um, Chris Fredell uh, and I work primarily in technology partnerships at Crossbeam, uh, which is super exciting given the unique nature of of the data that Crossbeam has. I'll go in a little bit about that in a second. But um, as with any smaller company, a partnerships manager that starts off with technology partnerships obviously expands uh, into all other types of partnerships. So uh, myself and and my boss, Adam, uh, we work with our uh, amazing solutions partners as well, and and any other potential partnership that might come our way. So uh, it's it's an exciting role to to be in. Um, nice. My background. So yes. as with most partnerships, people, I actually feel like I feel like the more I have this conversation, we all come up from a similar background, sales initially, yeah. uh, and then for me specifically, I started. I was at HPE, uh, Hewlett Packard Enterprise, for a while started interacting with resellers and the channel and all that good stuff and and naturally made my way into strategic partnerships. And, and here I am after I tried to procure Crossbeam, saw they had a role open, mm-hmm. made the way. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's no, funny. Obviously, you said about the fact that it was coming from, uh, obviously, from sales. We do obviously hear yeah. that uh, uh, quite a lot. There's a bit of, uh, you know, obviously, uh, similarity to the, the transition, obviously, going, yes. uh, coming over into... Uh, and into partnerships but it's obviously just that uh you know key thing that we like to make clear especially at finder is that you know um you know the big difference between you know finding actual real partnerships you know and and yes. you know, selling or you know uh, obviously lead gen that type of thing so totally. yeah, it's a very very different thing totally i think it's really interesting seeing you know there's there's tons of different per- partnership professionals out there and there's 
uh, you know, we interact with so many different people on a day to day basis, but seeing their common backgrounds and how they how they actually are performing. Like, there's so many people that come from CS now, which I think is very interesting. I think that's a very like consultative partnership approach. Uh, but we've we've seen people come from the, the sales side for a long time. So I think that's also important, given how much we interact with sales, knowing what drives them, uh, what their goals are. Uh, then you're able to communicate from an empathetic, empathetic way, uh, rather than imagining where they might be driven. Right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. Before yeah, I, I just totally go on a yeah, go for it, please. No, I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, you're absolutely right. There's huge synergies between partnership and sales. You know, I've got obviously a lot of sales uh, background experience as well, and ultimately, at the very start of the conversation is a pitch, right? You know, you're, you're mm-hmm. telling a little bit about you and the hope that you can uh, you can gather a bit of interest and then it kind of goes from there. So interesting mm-hmm. to hear that uh, you're from sales, that you're recognising that as well, because they, yeah. they kind of do go hand in hand. A lot of the times you mention the word, you know, that the S word, the dreaded sales word, and it, like <laughs> a lot of people just go, no, no, don't, it's not sales, it's not sales. But, you know, to a, to a granular level, it does. It absolutely does start off. Um, that way, you know, and then it blossoms into a partnership. Totally, it's great, great to see that you've got the similar experiences what I've had today as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and and before I ignore the last part of the question, I'll I'll, I'll talk a little bit about Crossbeam uh, for for those of you for the, I guess I guess I'll mention it. Um, yeah, for 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 those that that don't know what Crossbeam does, we're a collaborative data platform uh, that essentially serves as an escrow service for your CRM data. So a very typical workflow for, for partner managers and myself, this is how I found Crossbeam in the first place was any new partnership. One of the first things that you do is you share spreadsheets and try and figure out where you can collaborate. What's the first step, which accounts do we focus on? Uh, Crossbeam cuts that three week process down to a second. Uh, so you then are able to view that in a matrix form, uh, and see where you're overlapping. You're overlapping customers, you're overlapping prospects, your open opportunities. Uh, myself, one of the one of the ways that I use it on a day to day basis with new partnerships is vetting uh, where I'm going to put my energy. Right? Which one has the most opportunity? Where's the most overlaps? Uh, we'll talk about this a little later. Yeah. You know, given a very finite amount of energy for partnership teams these days, that's super important. Where where is the greatest opportunity and the lowest risk uh, with partnerships, right? Um, and having a really easy way to diagnose, um, you know, how exactly I can interact with the sales team with with these leads. Uh, where can I get them warm intros? Where can I get sourced revenue, right? Yeah. So, uh, Crossbeam helps with all that stuff. Um, but that escrow service for data, that's like every every everybody at Crossbeam was throwing that out there. It's like one of our main lines. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, it makes a lot of sense. I think it sounds again like uh, you're doing a lot of, I mean, you say you're cutting things down, you know, from three weeks down to, you know, obviously a few seconds. Obviously, uh, that's quite a, quite a statement there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's from personal experience. It's, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Just, just dialing through Excel spreadsheets, trying to figure out where we, you know, going into Salesforce and figuring yeah. it out. It's all manual, right? Yeah, yeah. Now I'm just thinking that could, uh, you know, as, as a headline, that's a good, let me a good headline, you know, tag will uh, put onto the, uh, onto the, onto, onto the video. But um, yeah, no, it's just, <laughs> like just making things a lot much, much more efficient. Um, and, um, yes. um, and like you said, yeah, like I said, just prioritizing, uh, and going after the, the ones that make the most sense. So yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Well, look, 
I've been really keen because obviously I know Crispin's been around for a, a little while and it, it's really well known within the partnership world. Um, even though it's it's weird, the partnership world it's huge but it's small. You know, mm-hmm. you, you've got the key players amongst there, and you, you know you, you you've got your key groups and and things like that. And Crossbeam's always been synonymous in there. So I suppose one of the things I'm really interested to in know is, you know, how have you seen Crossbeam's approach change to creating partnerships in recent times? Obviously, there's a fair bit of change going on in the market right. as well. Partnerships, ex, you know, expanding. It's it's the new word. Mm-hmm. Um, but also to kind of finish it off, you know, what does a gold star partnership look like uh, for Crossbeam to you as well? Yeah, I think. Um... I think it's been really interesting. So I've been at Crossbeam for about a year and a half. And those early couple years with a partnership program, it's very important to be able to pivot and react as you're learning. Um, <clears throat> so trying to figure out where this unique data set that Crossbeam has, the ecosystem data, where where do customers want that? <laughs> you know, like just, I always say this, like just because we think it's cool doesn't mean the market will think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's another thing. <laughs> so, uh, trying to minimize the the amount of instances where we put a ton of effort into an integration and it just falls flat, right? Yeah. Like especially nowadays, that is that cannot happen, right? Uh, you know, you you have some runway to figure things out and and crossbeam. Our leadership has been amazing. Bob Moore, the CEO, like really gave us a lot of runway to figure it out uh, and figure out where things where things mesh and where the market reacts really well to it. But I would say that's that's where we're at right now. Like 2023 and 2024 is listen to our customers. Customer validation is number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they asking for? Like we, I have a, a, a great uh, communication line with our revenue team, with our CS people, with our sales people. What are what are we hearing? Are we hearing that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's like uh, you know, ask them, uh, validate all of these use cases that we're talking about here, so they're not we're not operating in a silo. Uh, we want these things to hit and run, right? Uh, you need results, um, and I, I, I'm we're in a great situation at Crossbeam, and and we're doing really well. But I think other partnerships teams, people are probably nodding to that line. I think there's a lot of pressure to execute. Yep. And I think the best way to do that is to validate before you act. Uh, listen to your customers. Mm. Yeah, no, I think super crucial. You know, it's it's along the lines of you know go where the market's telling you to go. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately, mm-hmm. isn't it? You know, and it's it's funny that you make the the point. Just because you think it's cool doesn't mean that the market does. <clears throat> you, you, le- you learn that pretty fast. <laughs> to be I've, I've been hurt before uh, here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You learn that pretty. You learn that pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what what would you say is a you know what's a gold star partnership look like to you guys? Yeah, this is this is something I'm I'm sure uh, my team members across me have heard me say. Reciprocity is like the number one thing. I'd like to get it on like one of those neon signs and put it behind me. Reciprocal <laughs> actions, right? Yeah. Like if yeah. you we we are all thinking of partnerships where we're active, we have a good relationship, we have good rapport, we have a joint story to tell. Uh, you know, all this stuff. It's because business is going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we often with new partnerships, we try and extend that olive branch and let's start referring leads to them. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter, uh, you know, who's building the integration. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, the, the moment you start giving some goodwill back and forth, that's how you have a good foundation to build whatever you're building. Right. Uh, and, and for that partnership, like reciprocity is a big one. Um, 
you know, the uh, alignment, honesty, trust, all these things are all in the same, in the same vein here. But um, I think getting back as much as you're giving in is very important. Otherwise you're, you're going to use your goodwill up and you guys are probably going to go separate ways eventually. <laughs> no, you know, the, the, there's a stat out there that, you know, for every hundred partnerships that you've got aligned, only 20 of them are actually working um, yeah. you know, for you. But it's also coupled with the fact that I think recognizing that in order to start a fruitful partnership, you have to give first, yep. you know, be, be the leader there, give, show yep. that generosity um, but also recognizing that, you know, if it's if it's not uh, coming back at you, then maybe it's not something content uh, worth pursuing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think this is this goes in the same vein of what we were talking about earlier as well, is as we don't have, I think the given the market situation, uh be having to perform and execute and, and be on top of these things, figuring out where your energy is best spent, uh needing to be very honest with ourselves. Where is that energy being? used and where is it where is it being wasted uh and yeah. and these partnerships that are not give and take reciprocal actions i think that's one of the first ones where you need to reassess kind of how much energy you're putting in there yes yeah. no, 100% no. that makes a lot of sense um no. I was say, so just keeping on that uh the, the, that that the theme of the partnership so um obviously you know uh obviously at finder obviously we're all about um you know uh getting uh you know businesses to obviously speak to each other you know better decision makers in terms of obviously trying to help create those partnerships so just obviously at the moment like how are you sort of going about um you know sort of you talked about what gold star one looks like and and, and what mm-hmm. you how how are you sort of going about trying to you know create them? Um, to be, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting. When I look at my my last role compared to Crossbeam, I was doing a lot more hunting uh, mm-hmm. for partnerships than I than I am now. I, I benefit from Crossbeam being a partnership tool, yeah. uh, which I'm sure you guys run into that too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so um, you know we're. we're a lot of people are finding out use cases and thinking about things while they're using Crossbeam. And then, you know, they'll reach out to their sales team member and say, can I get in touch with the partnerships team? So I have a, a ton of conversations. Our pipeline's huge for new partnerships. And I find myself in uh, a little bit more of a, a creative role, uh, which which is great, where I kind of am thinking, oh, well, what, you know, what can we do there? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's a new idea. And being able to to think through all these different and new use cases, which, you know, give, gives us new hurdles down the road when you come out with these new use cases for integrations and you got to, yep. the market's like, I, I don't know how to use that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, yep. that, that's how we find ourselves in the role where the market doesn't think it's as cool as we do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we need to, we need to do a little bit more homework before we get there. But um, I think that's probably why it fits uh, mm-hmm. My personality very well, the mm-hmm. partnerships role uh, is I get to have all of these discovery conversations and meeting yep. people and 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 running through what's possible. Where do we align? What can we do here? What are your goals? How do we help you accomplish them? Uh, yep. This sort of. That's uh, all the exciting stuff, isn't it? You know, d- discover yeah. what, what is the possibilities, you know, what can we do? We've, we've got we're run of the mill, but then, you know, what else can we actually do beyond that, you know? Yep. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely the exciting. Yeah, and I think this is something that we've talked about in our, um, our with our content team. <clears throat> uh, the Crossbeam content team's phenomenal. That's how I found out about Crossbeam in the first place. If you're not following the blog, you should subscribe to the blog. Uh, nice. But... 
<laughs> yeah, a <laughs> little, little, you're welcome. A little plug there, but we'll allow it. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. We're going to keep that in. We're going to keep that in. <laughs> and by the way, my book's out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wish I had no, I'm just kidding. no, but but talking about like you've seen it with other with other creators and, and content people for partnerships that an integration isn't a partnership by itself, right? So finding these partnerships where your joint story is stronger than whatever you're putting out individually as a company, right? So so making sure that when you're in these discovery phases, uh that what you're able to do together isn't just an integration. What are you doing from the co-marketing aspect? What are you doing above that? What's your strategic relationship look like? Um, what are the what are all the other avenues where you can partner together? So it's a multifaceted partnership rather than just putting out a product. Like that's yeah. not what we that's not what we're doing, right? There's there's so much more to the integration aspect of the partnerships. I think sometimes it gets boiled down too simply. Yeah. No, absolutely. I just want to touch on something. You mentioned obviously the word discovery, which obviously I think yeah. you know, again is a is a is a big thing. Um, you know, and that's why you know again I plug finding out. That's why we have discovery calls because that's exactly yes. what, that's exactly what they're for. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can uh, book one of our discovery calls, and um, you know, like I said, you can run through and go through to find out. You know, is, is you know is, is there could there be a potential you know match or partnership sort of um, you know uh, in the future? But um, but yeah, just want to pick up on that. You know, the discovery. That's a that's a key. That's a key. You know, key things sales overlap right there yeah <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm, I'm always keen to ask this question to be honest with you i mean obviously you've got a lot of experience right a lot, lot, lot of background yeah. which has led you up to this point you mentioned yourself you've had a lot of discovery calls and you know that's kind of the exciting part of it so kind of looking back you know maybe to your younger self um what advice would you give yourself you know maybe if you had a, a do's and don'ts uh, partnership creation and development list what would kind of go on them so i i think about this uh kind of what's made me successful what's helped me there isn't a really easy way which i've talked about before too i think there should be probably an easier way into partnerships some people are just like how did i end up here yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes and there's always a transitionary path like where do you start um yeah. and often my experience is reflected with other partnership people. You just get tossed in there somehow. You you start by getting chucked into the deep end, yep. floundering around a little bit and figuring it out, uh, which I think is probably a good thing. Uh, you know, you you learn to pivot, you learn to be flexible. Yeah, yeah, totally. You're you're <clears throat> you know we're we're very uh, flexible leaders in that aspect. Yeah, like learning to act on instincts, new information and being able to move really quickly. I think that's, that's probably a benefit to that. Um, you know, sometimes the company's like, Oh, we need to do something with partnerships. That guy over there looks good for it. Let's, uh, yeah. let's, let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's oversimplification, yeah. but still, uh, what I would say is one of the biggest piece of advice when you're first starting out is, or something that I realized for myself is, is trying to relax and realize that nobody else really knows what they're doing either. We're all, we're all figuring it out. You know, it's, it's the more, the farther and farther I'm in my career, it's not just partnerships. This is, this is like imposter syndrome, fighting the imposter syndrome idea. Uh, Everybody else is figuring it out too, especially in these, these newer, more popular uh, niches within tech. And I would definitely probably put partnerships in that category. Uh, There's no rules, is there? 
you know? Yeah, no, there isn't. So, so everybody's learning, you know, this is a, this is a great time to be in this, this type of role because learning and, and new ideas, all this stuff that everybody's looking for that, <laughs> you, you, you know, you start following partnership people on LinkedIn. It's, it's, everybody's throwing out advice everywhere. Um, it, we're all kind of in a similar role. So I think if I could go back and tell myself, relax, you know, it's, it's okay that you don't know exactly what you're doing. Uh, I think that would certainly help me a lot. <laughs> exactly. As you said, though, isn't it? You know, the, the whole imposter syndrome, you, you don't have to be the master of what you're doing right now, right? Because every single day is an opportunity to learn something new. Yep. You know? And it's, it's understanding that. And as you say, just relax a little yep. bit and just enjoy having the discovery calls, enjoy having the conversations, you know, and, right. and a couple of creative minds together can, can create some amazing things. Yeah. Right. Yeah, what would you say is your number one don't do? Mm. <laughs> That's always a number good one. one. Don't do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's, I think we were just saying that it was really important to remain flexible and, and react to new information. I think there's often an urge to fight that. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and say, no, stick the course, you know, this is what we're supposed to be doing. That's going to kill you. Yeah. Right. I mean, if, it if, if you, if it takes you a year to learn that you were doing the wrong thing, that's mm. going to kill you. Right. Yeah. So I think, uh, listen to your instincts in this type of role, uh, and, and, and listen to new information, listen to advice, learn as much as you can, there's so many resources and, and different companies, podcasts that are that are all talking about similar issues. There's so yeah. many times where I'm talking to people in the industry and they're doing they're they're encountering the same problems I am. Yeah. Um, so I think the resistance to react to new information, re resistance to change course, mm. it's very dangerous. Mm. <laughs> nah, it's awesome, man. Learn learn every day and remain agile. Yeah, yep. remain agile. It's going to be great advice. Yeah. Yep. No, great, great advice there. Thanks, brilliant. Um, so uh just on to our next question. So we normally we're gonna pivot slightly. So normally uh we would um you know ask to sort of like, you know, if you've got any top tips on um, you know, obviously uh, high performing teams and stuff. So I think yeah. I mean, we go up earlier and um you know understand at the moment obviously it's just uh you know yourself and uh and uh your vp adam um so um just like i said just to come from a slightly sort of different angle um you know in this i was guessing this current climate as well so sort of how are you sort of managing to sort of you know remain sort of you know productive basically without you know without a team um essentially with only mm -hmm. just sort of two people um and then you know also are you you know do you have any plans um you know to to expand in the future like what how would how would that you know how would you like that to look yeah <clears throat> good question um we're pretty lucky at cross game in the sense that we have very good cross-team communication. Mm -hmm. So I think that's pretty rare um, in the sense that, you know, product marketing, uh, engineering, product, and partnerships talk every single day. Yep. So that that support makes us not feel like we're on an island. And I think that's pretty common for, for partnerships teams. You know, I've, I've encountered other organizations where that, that does not exist. And it definitely holds you back. So I think yeah. We, given that extra support, that's why we're able to operate at the, the high level that we do with, with just Adam and I. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're trying to figure out where would an extra person be most beneficial? This goes back to the efficiency question. You know, what 
you know, we're, we're not quite at the point where we're not able to accomplish everything that we want to with our current team. So there's no pressure to do that right now. It's, I think that's a luxury. Um, but where, where would that, where would that extra person be used most efficiently? Would it, would it be uh, solutions partnerships? Would it be another tech partnership manager? Uh, would it be partner ops? Yep. So all questions that we haven't like quite figured out yet. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think um, the next six months will be very telling. Yeah. Uh, it, personally, it's just one question. How am I going to get more sourced revenue? I'm yeah, going to yeah. put person right there, wherever yeah. that is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, 100%. I think obviously there's a key thing. It's like, you know, you, you obviously talking about, you know, looking potentially expand and stuff, but, you know, you, you don't want to, you know, there's no point bringing people on unless you're, you know, it's really clear you know, where they're obviously going to fit into that, um, you know, uh, because, um, you know, otherwise long, long, long term, obviously it's just not going to potentially work out. So it sounds like you'll just be, uh, you know, your, your, yourselves for now. Um, and uh, obviously we'll just, uh, yeah, you'll see how, see how the next six months goes and there was any you know any changes yeah i would i would expect probably sometime in 2023 but we're but again we're not we're not at that point yet where we're feeling like we're just burning opportunity by not having yeah, yeah. more bodies uh i think you know truthfully there's probably we're seeing a lot of companies that we're hiring for the sake of hiring um yeah. and and it's and it's biting them a little bit i think yeah, yeah. crossbeam's been really 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 smart uh about hiring at the right time, hiring the right people to minimize this turnover and and yeah. the stress that this you know all these layovers uh, layoffs uh, yeah. cause. We've been really lucky. We haven't we haven't encountered that yet. So good. Yep. Yeah. All right. So I mean, listen. We we know especially through twenty twenty two. I think partnerships has seen a, a real snowball. You know um effect it's it's without a doubt the it's it's not a new buzzword on the market but you know it is something that businesses have suddenly now they're shining a spotlight onto not yep. just help them through the 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 you know the economic uncertainty but actually help them thrive continuing through it as well so yep. i suppose i'm interested to know you know what what do you think the actual future holds for businesses when it does come to creating partnerships with each other and also right. you know what if anything are, are you guys at a um, crossbeam looking to do differently Right. Well, I think, first of all, I, I, we touched a little bit on, on how we're kind of altering our strategy going into 2023, reacting to market where t, uh, time is yeah. the most of uh, the most important uh, data uh, or, or uh, the most important thing for, for our team. Um, how are we able to use our finite amount of time to get the most done and be the most efficient? I think one thing that Crossbeam's learning is uh, like obviously we know this ecosystem data is 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 everything right now. Creating these ecosystems over the next couple of years for for companies can be very key. Uh, for Crossbeam, we're 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 learning that having this data available just to the partnerships team is just the first step. How are we how are we able to get that into every area of the business? How is marketing able to hit their goals from accessing this second party data? How is uh, you know, we've already kind of touched it with with sales. You know, we have our Salesforce integration, so we're pumping all this crossbeam overlap data in front of the sales team. Uh, you know, the next three integrations we're releasing uh, all have to do with getting uh, crossbeam data right where sellers will see it first. How how are we able to have partnerships involved from uh, step one, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, getting this in front of the CRO, getting this in front of marketing teams, CS teams, 
all that stuff, you know, having partnerships be at, at level one all throughout the, uh, the company. Um, I think that's just what Crossbeam's doing, but I think outside of Crossbeam, I think that's uh, having ecosystem data available throughout the entire company is how people are going to start uh, capitalizing on the ecosystem. We're seeing it more and more now already. Um, but I think that's the next move. I think we're trying to capitalize on that too. I, I would say one other thing is I see a little bit of a shift uh, in, you know, everybody influenced uh, revenue is obviously a very important metric to us, but it's a little harder to track, right? Uh, this idea of attribution and and being able to, to um define what exactly my partnership program's influence on, on, on our sales number was, uh, which Crossbeam's trying to trying to figure out exactly what the answer to that is too. But uh, I think that's why source revenue is becoming such a huge topic right now. I mean, source revenue is obviously super important, but that is an indisputable number. This is this is what we produced. This is the pipeline that we handed over to the revenue organization. It's a little less from it. Right. Yeah. So I see a lot of teams trying to not necessarily justify their existence, but it's it's a bulletproof number. This is what we did. This is what we pulled in from our ecosystem. Uh, here's our value. <laughs> Rather than having to necessarily explain uh, where this influence number is coming from. You know, I sometimes yeah. I think about I don't know if you guys ever watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, but the, you know, Charlie with the red strings all over the wall trying to explain something really yeah, complicated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a poor partner manager trying to explain. Yeah, what his, what his else can I hang my hat on? <laughs> That's because of us as well. <laughs> it, it is though, isn't it? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing less and less of it, but in the early days of partnerships, pretty much every meeting yeah. was a justification on why they exist. You know, what, mm-hmm. what are you guys bringing? You know, what, what's the hard and fast number? Whereas now I'm I'm absolutely online. I'm absolutely seeing a shift in recognition towards partnerships. And although, yes, mm-hmm. trying to tie down a physical number as to what they're actually bringing to the table is difficult. And when you guys figure it out, please let me know as well. Cause <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tough one. Yeah. We'll but they get recognized yeah. on the overall, <laughs> what it actually brings uh, to the table. You know, like you say, whether you mentioned before the, the whole, is it just on some core marketing um, on there? Mm-hmm. Is it access to new markets? Can we launch new product or service? How we got access to there? Because all that type of stuff falls under the umbrella yep. of, of partnerships. So to try and quantify that is is tough, but businesses are recognizing that. Totally. I mean, it's it's uh, borderline impossible, right, to, mm-hmm. to fully describe that. And if you're put in a situation where, especially with the current market, where partnership managers are like forced into that, uh, and they're and they're defending their existence. That's that's super difficult. So got red lines um, all over the place. Yeah, totally. Back that. I, I blurred my background, but it's right over here, actually. <laughs> it's mine. It's mine. I did this. I did this. <laughs> no, but uh, but but seriously, like the the you know being able to have that source number is going to. Um, make this a lot easier for teams in, in combination. Influence revenue is not going away, but given the current market, I, I see a shift definitely in teams really focusing on these these bulletproof numbers uh, with yeah. source revenue. So, um, and and tying these two points together, you know, by having ecosystem data in every part of your business and and having this crossbeam overlap data with your with your SDRs, with your CS people, with your AEs, with your marketing team. That influence number, all, all, all that source number is going to go up, right? Um, however you do it, getting getting uh, partnerships involved 
at the beginning is going to help you hit those numbers. How do you do it? That's the other question. I, I genuinely yeah. see businesses viewing, not, not to replace, right? Partnerships isn't to replace anything as, as you've meant, right? We're, we're here to complement. We're here to actually help drive that additional awareness, revenue, reckon, all that type of stuff. But it's almost like trying to quantify your marketing. You know, how, how do you know where that actual hard and fast sale from? Did that come from, you know, this marketing? It's the right. same, but businesses recognize that marketing is an essential facet that's, you know, yep. required as part of the business. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing a mindset starting to shift where partnerships are, they're not quite there yet, but they're almost of the mindset that, you know, this is just as an essential um, yep. Yep. to the to the business. Yeah, we're um, right there. I think we're, we're catching time. up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 no, absolutely. Um, listen, um, we're just going to round this off. One last question. Um, and again, obviously, we like to just do this for a bit of fun. But, um, you know, obviously, uh, our theme here is partnerships. And if you could, you know, if you could partner with, a, you know, sort of any any business or could be a particular person, I mean, um, like I said, anyone, you know, who would you think, who would you, who would that be and why? A nice fit for, uh, for, for Crossbeam. Uh, well, I have one, one less exciting answer, but I'll start with that one. I, I would probably say that, you know, as, as somebody that's in tech partnerships, like I, I'm in a position where I'm able to talk to any company that I could possibly want to, you know, I'm, I'm talking to all sorts of different SaaS companies. And like I said, I'm put in this creative role where I'm able to imagine new use cases. I'm not replicating ones that already exist. I mean, that's, that's a dream for a tech partnership manager. Um, you know, when, whenever we do hire somebody, I'm sure somebody will be very excited to be in that type of role. Um, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm living it right now. I I can't think, I can't, I can't think of a SaaS company that I couldn't reach out to and, Uh, and spitball on, on some use case. I'm sure we'll be doing it sometime in the next couple of weeks. Um, the, the, that, that's the recorded, second. by the way, Chris. So I'm going to hold you to it now. <laughs> <laughs> Great, that's perfect. Uh, the the second one uh, is probably not serious. I have no idea what our use case would be, but like I said, uh, we, we can figure it out. I'm going to partner with the the Russo brothers. Uh, okay. You know, from 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 Marvel. Uh, yeah, I don't know what we would do there, but but yeah. but they're a powerful tandem. This. This is a question that Crossbeam asks all of our our new employees. What's your favorite partnership? Okay. People are like chips and guac, chips and salsa, and yeah, different yeah, directors, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, that's, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Well, we'll yeah, we'll do as best as we can. You know, when we uh, when this goes live, you know, we'll put in a put in a little word for you. Um, but we can't promise anything. <laughs> we'll put, we'll put yeah, yeah, little... tag them in there. Tag them in. Yeah, there. yeah we, we'll tag. Guarantee <laughs> they'll be watching. Hundred <laughs> percent. Hundred percent, we will do that. Um, listen, uh, just sit by your phone; it's going to ring any minute now. <laughs> it's perfect. I'll, I'll, I'll be watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, this has been uh, absolutely amazing to talk to you. I've really, really enjoyed it. Thank you again, Dave, as well, for joining us today. Uh, it's been I said, been a great conversation, um, and um, yeah, like I said, just really looking forward to um, you know uh, catch up in the future and just seeing you know what we where we can um, where we can integrate with each other. Definitely. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your time. Cheers, Chris. Speak to you soon, buddy. See ya. Cheers. Thanks, Chris. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining this week's Game Set Matchup. Tune in to hear more about the need-to-knows and the do's and don'ts when it comes to creating successful business partnerships.